This podcast is for healthcare personnel only. In continuing to listen to this podcast, you confirm that you are healthcare personnel. The text is a summary of a presentation given at the Nordic Migraine Symposium by Andrew Blumenfeld and has been acknowledged by him. The material is sponsored by Medical Affairs at Teva Nordic. Title, Anti-CGRPs and Botox, Why, When and How. Lecturer Andrew Blumenfeld, Director of the Headache Centre of Southern California. In his second lecture, Andrew Blumenfeld presented the US Treatment Guidelines for Onobotulinum Toxin A, Botox, in migraine patients, its mechanism of action, and a summary of the most important US clinical data for this migraine treatment. US Guidelines for Botox In the US, Botox is indicated in chronic migraine patients with 15 monthly headache days, with each headache day being more than 4 hours for at least a month before treatment. Patients must have failed on two oral preventatives from different classes. Failure includes side effects and lack of 50% improvement from baseline after six weeks of treatments. There is no stopping rule included in the guidelines. Mechanism of Action Botox works by inhibiting snare-mediated synaptic vesicle trafficking. Botox works by inhibiting snare-mediated synaptic vesicle trafficking. Reference 1. Injecting Botox around the nerve ending stops the vesicles from binding to the presynaptic membrane and prevents the release of neuropeptides and neurotransmitters from those vesicles, leading to muscle fiber paralysis and thus pain relief. In an early study, Botox was shown to reduce both intensity and duration of capsaicin-induced pain in humans. Reference 2. CGRP levels are elevated in most patients with chronic migraine. It is thought that Botox prevents excessive signals from the periphery to the spinal cord or into the trigeminal nucleus, potentially preventing central sensitization. References 3 to 6. Clinical trial results. In the preempt study, Botox treatment resulted in a significant improvement in frequency of headache days compared with placebo at 24 weeks. Reference 7. This improvement was sustained to the end of the 56-week open-label period. In another study, patients had statistically significant reductions in the number of headache days from baseline, ranging from 7.4 days at week 24 to 10.7 days at week 108. Reference 8. The effect of Botox treatment was already seen after three weeks. Reference 9. Botox and anti-CGRP MABs When considering the cascade of events of migraine, Botox and anti-CGRP monoclonal antibodies, MABs, might very well work together to relieve patients of their pain. During a migraine attack, blood vessels dilate and there is activation of the C and A delta fibres. Activated C fibres secrete CGRP, which leads to vasodilation and activation of the A delta fibres, which have CGRP receptors. Activation of the A-delta fibres causes the cascade of messages that go back to the trigeminal nucleus. And that is where there might be synergism between Botox and anti-CGRP MABs. 
Botox could block the C-fiber from activating, and the MABs could mop up any residual CGRP that binds to receptors on the A-delta fibers. The first impressions of using Botox and Fremonizumab are positive. Botox reduced the number of headache days by 7 to 12 days. Addition of Fremonizumab led to another reduction of 7 to 10 days, leaving patients with 22 headache days at baseline with only 3 to 5 monthly headache days at the end of the study. Numbered references can be found in the description text of this podcast.